Well, his name is Ryan and he can't wipe his ass. Let me tell you one thing, he'll sure make you laugh. He's a comic by night and he's really quite the lad. And I bet that you'll find his comedy's pretty rad. He likes Wu-Tang and Star Wars and boobs, to name a few. He'll tell you all about it while he takes a poo. Now on to the show, it's time for some laughs from Ryan LaChance. And the people who wipe my ass There we go. Fuckers, it's your boy Ryan. Welcome to episode seven of Ryan LaShawns and the people who wipe my ass. I'm Ryan, and I'm with my beautiful co-host Angie. Say hi, Angie. Hi, everyone. On today's episode, uh, we're just going to have a, um, a laid-back conversation about something fun for a change, because it seems lately on all our podcasts, they've been getting more and more serious, and let's face it, I don't even wear pants most of the time <laughs> when I'm recording these podcasts, so today is the first time since we started, I think, actually, that I'm actually wearing pants, so you're welcome, Angie. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Ryan, I appreciate yeah, it. No problem, no problem. And just so we know, uh, it's not like I'm naked, I'm not wearing pants, I do wear a blanket, so I look like a grandma, but it's pretty sweet. <laughs> Because it's mostly a Star Wars blanket that I use. So it makes me feel like I have the force. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're going to talk about your trip to Nanaimo. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was this past weekend. It was great. I went to stay with a friend of the podcast and fellow comedian uh, Matt Billen on the island with his wonderful and beautiful girlfriend, uh, Tanya. And their dog, Georgie. And it was pretty sweet. Aw. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What did you guys get up to in Nanaimo? Uh, well, first thing first, um, we smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of weed. I think I was telling Angie before the podcast that I think from the moment I stepped into Matt's house till the moment I left, and even on the ferry... I was still baked the whole time. <laughs> like, I wasn't uncomfortably high. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I wasn't, like, green out, like I got the shakes kind of high. I was just like, fuck yeah, I'm in the Nanaimo kind of high. Yeah, <laughs> out was, of the house. <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun. The weather was beautiful. We went to really cool places. We did lots of cool, cool shit. And we did a... Uh, socially distanced, um, live broadcast over Zoom, comedy sh- comedy show, and an actual venue, and not just in Matt's garage, um, only dressed from the waist up kind of show <laughs> that every comedian's used to doing now. So it was really cool. Uh, the venue was called the Duncan Showroom, and it is the craziest place I've ever been to. In my life, and I already told them that when I record my uh, comedy album, hopefully later this year, uh, that I want to record it there because this place was the best. That's exciting. Yes, it was so cool. How do I describe it to the viewers out there? Um, It's like Willy Wonka met like a 
tinkerer or like an inventor and they smoked a joint and they were like, let's open up a venue and we're going to have live performance and really cool homemade food from a bunch of hipster grandmas. And, and then they're like, we're going to find Canada's Willie, to, Willie Nelson lookalike and get him to own it. And that's what they fucking did. And that's what this place is. Uh, it is the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen. He's got all these, like, little inventions that you would think would be a good idea and be like, yeah, I should do that, but no one ever does. Yeah. Well, this guy fucking did it. <laughs> he had, like, self he had self-flipping pancake flippers where you'd set them underneath the, uh, the pancake somehow and it would still cook through, and then it was on a timer, and it would flip the fucking pancake. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm disabled. My arms don't work for shit. I could use that. No like, kidding. I wanted to buy everything in the store. Everything in the store. They even have an old school candy dispenser outside in their store, which, let's face it, it's a small town. Every small town store has one of those. Yeah. But in this candy dispenser... In one of the areas where you could put candy, there was a sign that said, used roaches, 25 cents. Oh, and you oh could, my God. You could buy a handful of roaches, uh, and, and like, if you were hurting for a hoot, there you go, for 25 cents. Oh, my God. For real? Yeah, dude. <laughs> and I was looking, like, I looked really deep into it because I'm like, I wonder how old some of these are. And I, I swear to you that some of them still smell like Woodstock. You like, kidding me? Uh, like, I think yeah. that's one thing that would have gone out with the pandemic. Um, Can we sell used roaches? <laughs> like This is Duncan, though, man. <laughs> as soon as I got in the place, the guy looks at me and goes, you look like you smell green. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And he's like... Spark up, buddy boy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm inside your establishment. He's like, I'm the owner. Spark up, buddy boy. And I was like, <laughs> all right. So I did. That's pretty I awesome. got high with Canada's Willie Nelson lookalike. <laughs> it was the greatest thing. In the, and then I made him sing, I made him sing uh, uh, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Because you looked like fucking Willie Nelson. <laughs> there you go. And he was such a good guy, he accommodated me. Yeah. So they had you, um, the, like, for the show and everything. They brought you in there, they filmed everything, and then they broadcast the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they broadcast it on their website, on their, on their YouTube channel, and uh, it was also broadcasted to two other uh, restaurants in the area. Cool. So people sitting in the restaurant could and watch the show, so. That's cool. And it was the first show I've done in quite some time, and it was the, also the first show that I uh, kept my eyes open the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so. You usually close your eyes during a set. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I think better with my eyes closed. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But I was, it felt so good, and, um, I was originally only supposed to do, like, I think Matt said half an hour. But I was, like, such in the zone that he, he was sitting in the crowd. 
Um, by crowd, I mean the four people that work there that we've turned into a crowd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and he just told me they kept going, and it was just a lot of fun. It felt like I was at a show. It didn't feel like what stand-up is now with the whole, like, I'm just going to sit in front of my computer at home and try and tell jokes like I'm in a comedy club. Yeah, yeah. There was none of that. There was, like, I was at a fucking show. I did a show, and it was uh, it was cool. It was so cool that I'm just like, I have to come back here and film a special or record an album because... Um, it just it felt like the felt like it should be the place that I that I do that yeah. for the first time. Like I wanted to find a place that felt comfortable that I walked into it and I wasn't uh, nervous about being there or like it felt like home and this place felt like home. I mean, they even had a fucking fireplace on stage. Oh, that's uh, cool. Behind me with. They had set up. They had the stage set up like a living room, so there was like chairs and couches. Nobody sat up there, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it, it it was like you were you were doing a show in the living room, but the living room was the live venue. Yeah, uh, and it was really cool. Um, and they they had seven different cameras filming us, so they got all different angles, and it felt like the first time. I did TV, but this time it was way more fun. Yeah. There was no pressure. Yeah. Because literally probably three people were watching. So I wasn't too worried about, like, oh, I haven't done a show in a long time. I'm going to be rusty. Yeah. And I think because of that, it went away. Like, all that nervousness about, I haven't done a show in a long time. Like, I haven't used my voice comedically in a long time. Mm -hmm. Am I going to be able to physically do it, um, and that's one of the concerns that I have as a performer is, like, like I don't, my body doesn't work like yours does or, mm-hmm. or another able-bodied person that's standing up there t- talking for half an hour, 45 to an hour, like, yeah. by the time we're done the podcast even, and these are only half an hour, usually I'm pooped. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I was, like, kidding. Really worried because I hadn't trained my voice to uh, to do that, but man, did it ever come back, Ange? And man, did it ever feel good? Oh, that's awesome! It felt so good, <laughs> like so good. I was like, "This is what I needed." Mm-hmm. Like, there's something about the island. Like I seriously, like when the Chinese uh, investment groups that are buying up my homes or White Rock here eventually come to my building and say, we want to buy your building, I think I'm going to move to the island. Like, I, every time I'm there, I'm happy. Yeah. Every time I'm there, I'm relaxed. Every time I'm there, I'm not like, I don't know. It's not that I have an overwhelming sense of dread in my home here in White Rock. It's not like that, but... <laughs> I have heard that the island is very relaxing and just like a different it's a different culture yeah because yeah. everybody kind of slows down yeah everybody's kind of like they're not they're not busy looking at their phones when they're in places mm-hmm. they're up looking around their eyes are up they're 
they're like talking to you like like we used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it was beautiful. Like people were asking me like, Oh, uh, am I new to the area? Do I live here? Am I visiting? Like and they were asking me questions about my life and you don't really get that out here anywhere. And, I no. mean, you do if you're regular, like at the Yucca Tree Cafe. Shout out to the Yucca Tree Cafe. <laughs> um, but, uh, like, I don't know. It just felt good, man. And, and, like, they're so close to nature. Like, I was in an old growth forest uh, that's, like, only 17 minutes away from Matt's house. Like, that's uh, pretty sweet. And we went to, like, a, an accessible waterfall where I could actually go up to the waterfall and, like, see the waterfall and hang out. And, 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 and Tanya, who's lived in Nanaimo most of her life, told me that she's, like, there's so many different accessible outdoorsy things for me to do out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like... After being stuck in a house for almost two years and not given a choice to go outside most of the time, I'm just like, why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I felt happier when I was out there. I, I felt like, not, I, not to say I don't feel happy here. I don't want to give the wrong idea. Like, I'm in my house moping around like I'm Eeyore. <laughs> Winning the poo and thinking the sky's gonna fall. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, but I was just, I don't know, at peace. Maybe it was just because I knew I was on a mini vacation. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was just because it was good for me to be there. I don't know. Well, it's also good, like, we've all been stuck inside our houses a lot lately, mm. right? And just to get out of the house, but there's. There is, I've heard, there is something about living on the island that is... Yeah. Like, yeah. There's something my, about it. My mom's probably going to move out there now. Like, uh, she's been talking about it for a long time now. Um, I just... It was peaceful. And I just... I knew that knowing Matt is out there and that Matt trusts me comedically, I knew that we were going to be okay... If I did cho- choose to go up there, like, for work-wise for me, because mm-hmm. he, he'd get me enough work on the island and then road work with him, that I knew, like, my career wouldn't, like, just have to stop. Mm-hmm. Might actually grow. Yeah. Yeah. And I might have more fun. Yeah. Because I, I'd be the new guy on the block again. Like, no one really knows me out there except for the people that went to the hecklers shows that I did. Yeah. But I only do those once every six months, and I haven't done one in over a year because of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. it's not like I have a large group of people that are like, oh, we've seen this guy before or whatever. So yeah. even my old stuff, like old, old stuff that I never use anymore would work because mm-hmm. no one had seen me. For sure. And that's one joy about being on the road that I really like. Because then I can craft a set in my head around stuff I know will make people laugh, but it's jokes that I want to tell. Yeah, yeah. Because there are jokes now that I tell that I don't really like anymore, but I know they work and I know people 
asked for them, or I get recognized as, oh, you're the guy that talks about his grandma's vagina, you know, like, yeah. and people almost stop me <laughs> on the street, <laughs> which, by the way, let's just get this out of the way, which, by the way, when you get stopped in the middle of a busy Vancouver street, and somebody yells at you, and points at you, and is happy to see you, because of that fact, that's a really awkward moment for other people around you. But as a comedian, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. No kidding. Because I'm just like, people don't know what to do right now. A dude in a wheelchair is being accused of talking about his grandmother's vajayjay on stage. <laughs> and he fully admits it. Like, I don't know what to do with my wife anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just... Yeah, it's awesome. Good times, good times. What else did you do in Nanaimo? I went to Coombs. Yeah? Coombs is like this little, like, I don't know, farmer's market area. I mean, there was a Taekwondo shop, uh, dojo right beside it, too, mm -hmm. which I was like, this is badass. You get homemade jam, and then they had a homemade donut place on the other side, so you get homemade jam, homemade beef jerky. You could eat that. Get all pumped up and be like, I need to get work some steam up. Go next door and just karate chop the shit out of people. And then celebrate, <laughs> celebrate your massive victory by going, going to the establishment next door to that and have a donut. Like, that's the perfect fucking world so, right there. So, sorry, you can karate chop somebody? <laughs> yeah, because they, besides, besides the farmer's market, there was a... Um, hydroponic shop no they weren't selling weed they were which if you smart if they were because they could partner up with the with the um like the farmers market and be like they can make a killing but i'm just saying um but there's a hydroponic shop and then there was a taekwondo studio and so you could just randomly go in there yeah they had, they had like uh open class Sign-up sheets nice. on the door. <laughs> so I could, like, literally go in there and pretend to be Jean-Claude Van Damme for an hour and <laughs> with a bunch of eight-year-olds running around, like, kicking me and stuff. And, you know, like, that'd be all right. <laughs> Especially uh, considering how high you were the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, extremely. But the, the island is really good weed, too, so, um, Yeah. Yeah, you had a good time. I had to take advantage of it. You were going to tell us about the goats, too. Oh, uh, the goats. <laughs> the goats were also in Coombe. And these goats, for, I think it's five or six months a year, live on the roof of the farmer's market. And they're some badass goats. I met this old man goat that really took a shine to me, and he decided... Then he'd saunter his little fat ass up the hill, and he sat beside me for like half an hour. Aww. And his wife, I'm pretty sure it was his wife, because she looked like she owned him, <laughs> um, <laughs> gave him this look like, motherfucker, you get your ass down this hill. And in our little hobbit shack that they had built, because and they also built shacks for the goat in case of rain and bad weather that looked like they were from the Shire, which also, because I'm such a nerd, 
and I was really high. I found that extremely fascinating, <laughs> and I wanted to see Frodo, but I did not see him. But then I did, after that, I went to an old-growth forest, and I swear I saw um, the ants walking around, like, you know, the tree people from the Lord of the Rings. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how good the weed is in, uh, on the island. So, I mean, don't do drugs, kids. Too bad. But marijuana is not a drug. It's good for you. It comes from the earth. <laughs> Perfectly legal. Yes. Yes. So you uh, wanted to take a goat home, is that right? Yes. I actually went into the... Uh, Went into the farmer's market, and um, I asked uh, one of the, uh, the uh, people working there, I'm like, uh, where, where are the goats? And they thought I meant, like, goat meat, so they took me to, like, oh, the, the, the butcher side, and I'm like, no, 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 like, where do I buy a goat? I want to <laughs> buy a goat. <laughs> he was just, like, this young kid, and he just, he wanted to help so bad, he's, you could see him going, uh, um, like he was really trying to find, like, your, uh, like an answer without calling me fucking crazy. Um, and then, and then I'm like, I'm just kidding, man. Like, uh, like how am I going to bring a goat home? I live uh, on the mainland. Am I, like, am I supposed to sneak the goat in my jacket? I'm like, I'd do it because who wouldn't want to hug a baby goat for that long? Like, I would. <laughs> But then I'm worried because I have a beard and I'd be worried that he'd start chewing on my beard. But Because um, <laughs> my cat already nestles in my beard all the time, which is kind of adorable, but annoying at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to buy a goat, and I wish I could have because I would have trained it to reach high places for me, and he could have trimmed my plant wall, and uh, like he could have, like, Helped with the recycling because I could have just fed them on the tin cans. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it would have been okay. You had big plans for this yeah. goat. <laughs> I was going to put this goat to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Sounds like the trip was pretty fun. Yeah, it was. It was probably just what I needed because, uh, as we all know through many of these podcasts, like everybody else out there, I'm going through some shit, so... I really just needed to like put a put a pause on that and step back into what it used to be like to be me, you know, and that's what I tried to do. Yeah, you got a taste of that this weekend, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Matt Billen. You can check out his stuff at mattbillen.com. Uh, yeah. So. Will we be able to post any links of the perform of your performance, or is that possible? Um, I do, like. I am getting a full copy of the performance. Uh, it's over a half an hour long, so we might have to find link a it way. to YouTube or something. Yeah, to yeah. Find a way to chop it up or link to YouTube. But yeah, I'm really proud of the performance. The one thing I will say though is, uh, do not uh, watch it around children or anyone that's easily influenced, or um, just watch it by yourself. <laughs> Well, smoking and joint eating some Doritos. That's all I ask, really, because that's kind of what you get when I'm on stage. I'm kind of like, I need a bag of chips kind of comedian, which I'm okay with. <laughs> I'm not one of those comedians that they're like, I'm going to listen to every word they say because every word they say is going to be awesome. 
That's, I'd like to think that's me, but it's really not me. <laughs> I'm more the, like, catch you by surprise. Oh, yeah, that was really fucking funny kind of comedian. Yeah. I'm cool with that. You know, like, I'm going to say the shit that you don't expect people in wheelchairs to say because y'all think we're all sweet and innocent and shy, which is not fucking true. I'm just as dirty as everybody else. Probably even <laughs> a little more dirty. Probably a little more, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will still behave if you take me in your mother's house for dinner. So um, I was raised to be a gentleman, and I act like when, when I'm supposed to. On stage, no, all bets are off. You get the raw and real Ryan. Yeah, so... Do you think you guys will do more shows out there at the same yeah. venue? Uh, yeah, he already does one every first Saturday of the month. But over the weekend, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this. He might give me crap. But too bad, it's my fucking podcast, so I'm going <laughs> to say it anyway. I was trying to convince him with the help of his girlfriend to start a island comedy festival and mm. start doing like seven city island tours and things like that. So. Yeah. So I think that's what, now that he lives over there and he loves it there so much, and he really doesn't like coming to this city because, I don't know, the city's insane. So yeah. I think he'll make that work. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's <laughs> notorious for belching on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> we should make a, a drinking game for people. <laughs> but I don't drink, so I don't want to promote drinking. We can make it a, a hoot, taking <laughs> uh, a game where uh, every time I burp, people out there listening have to take a hoot. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> I don't know where to go after that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So we, will, we, we can expect more shows out yeah, there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And like I said, if and when... They do open up uh, everything again, and I do get a chance to record my my album that I've always wanted to record. Uh, it will be there, and the best part of it all, all is, even at full capacity, it can hold maybe 70 people comfortably, so it's just the right amount of people that you would want for an intimate uh, show like that, mm-hmm. so it's kind of awesome. Yeah. That's sweet. Plus, they don't serve any booze because the owner says that people get sloppy when they drink and he doesn't want any of his inventions to break. So he, he that's why he's like, I just let people uh, smoke weed in my establishment because and they get high and then they and their butt falls on the seat and then they buy all my all my wife's uh, baking <laughs> and stuff. So. <laughs> so he's got quite the gig going on. He's a really embraced his hippie self, and it's, it's a lot of fun. So, Sweet. If you're ever in Duncan, check out the, the Duncan showroom. It's pretty fucking rad. So, That's know. awesome. It's actually a good time to do some shout-outs. You want to do some shout-outs? All right. All right. <laughs> so yeah. we always shout-out to the Yucca Tree. That's at 1347 Johnston Road in White Rock. Ryan, you love going there, right? Yeah, I, went, I tried to go there today. Before the podcast started, and then I realized, oh, it's Monday, and they're not actually open on Monday, so. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, by the way, this, when you're listening to it, this is the past you're listening to, because you will be listening to it tomorrow, <laughs> which will fucking 
after you take that hood from me burping, it's gonna blow your mind. <laughs> Did you have some THC pills today? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> We also want to shout out to the laughing barber. That's Darwin, who comes right to Ryan, right? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. You're a special uh, case, though. Uh-huh. I mean, you'd have to go to him most of the time, but um, he comes to me because uh, he's just that nice, and he's a great guy, and he does really good work, and he has two wonderful small children to raise, so... Support his ass and get your haircut by him. Please and thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. And you can book your appointments at The Laughing Berber on Instagram. And tell him that Ryan sent you and he says hi. Okay? <laughs> okay. Awesome. What else? Did you do anything else you want to tell us about in, in Nanaimo? Um, we got a few minutes left. I, I just... I'm... I'm it made me real. Uh, it made me real realize that I am a comedian. You know. Yeah. Like when I was out there, like when I was sitting in the old growth forest, I, I really wanted to take the trip to recharge my batteries, both figuratively and literally, because I'm in a power wheelchair and I need to do that to move. Um, <laughs> but I also need to re, re um, recharge my own batteries because. Mentally, I was just fucking, I was done, dude. Yeah. I think I was done a couple months ago when I was just running on reserves that I built up over the good years. Mm. Where you're like, I don't need this space in my head right now because I got so much awesome shit going on. So I'm just going to put it aside, (laughs) put it in the freezer, and then cryogenically freeze it, and then pull it out in the future when I need it. And then COVID hit, and I'm like... I'm running out of that supply of extra headspace <laughs> because I don't know what to do with myself. And then I step into this forest and I was like looking up at the trees. It was a beautiful day. Like I was around people that wanted me to be around them and wasn't scared to be around me because of some fucking weird coffee, coffee bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were just in the forest and I didn't have to wear a mask. Because we were in the forest and nobody was around. Yeah. You know, it, it felt like... You got some normalcy yeah, back. Yeah, and Some just, peace. And I was like, you know what? There was a couple of weeks ago where I thought about quitting stand-up because I didn't know Aww. what was going to happen with it and where it was going to go. And I just wasn't feeling like a comedian anymore. Yeah. And then I'm sitting in that forest looking at a tree and I was like, you know what? What else am I going to do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the only thing that truly makes me happy. And if anything about this pandemic and my injury has taught me is that happiness is extremely important. So when you find it, hold on to it and let it cultivate and grow because, I mean, in the end, that's all that matters. Right? So, yeah. So I was like... I was really worried about the show because I hadn't performed in a long time. And I just remember when when Matt called my name to bring me up, I just took a deep breath and I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Let's have some fun. And yeah. I, and I told new jokes that I've been wanting to tell for a while that I've been working on. I expanded on old jokes with ideas that I've always wanted to try. Like, I was dabbling in that 
that 45 minutes that I gave those people or whatever it was, was like every piece of me on a plate for their uh, like laughter taste buds. Yeah. I, don't know, I was trying to finish the metaphor and it sounded really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. For their enjoyment. Yeah, it's I'm all good. Sorry. <laughs> we should also have a hoot. Uh, game in the in the uh, for the podcast where Ryan says something really fucking dumb and you just take a hoot every time I do that because <laughs> that's gonna happen two to three to four to ten times a podcast. So, uh, so the stoners will get yeah. quite quite baked. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. my grandma's gonna love it. She's gonna eat <laughs> tons of edibles. Shout out to my grandma. <laughs> Uh-huh. Alrighty, well that's uh, that's our time for today, Ryan. Well, I hope the people had fun. Yeah, I yeah. had fun. Did you have fun? Yeah, I always yeah. have fun. We always have fun doing this. Yeah. Any parting thoughts for the people out there before we go? No, I think that's you. Uh, well, I mean, just yeah, get find those 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 little peaks of happiness to like mm. keep you going through this pandemic. It's it's far and few between, but keep it going. And uh, just before we go. Um, why don't you give a shout out to your podcast? Oh, my uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna. Oh, yeah. Of course, we better talk about it. You're gonna be on the yeah. podcast this week. Yeah. yeah. So, sanity rules. It'll. It'll. Every two weeks is, is a new episode, and it'll come out this uh, Thursday. Um, and yeah, we're gonna have Ryan on the podcast. We're gonna talk about loneliness and the pandemic. So uh, it's perfect timing for that. So, bust out your favorite blanket. Make a cup of cocoa, because it's going to be a gooder. (laughs) We's going to get sad together. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Then we can virtually watch the notebook together and remember that love still exists. (laughs) There we go. All right. Remember to be good to each other, everybody, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Is that a good belt? Yeah, it felt awesome. <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> All right. <laughs>